Welcome back to EV News Daily. Coming up today, Giga Berlin hits a new production record, UK home storage gets a press cut, and Walmart's charging network. Plus, stay tuned, because later in the show, I'll tell you what happened to Maserati and what they're saying about their entry into the world of EVs. I'm Martin Lee, and I go through hundreds of articles, feeds, and stories a day so that you don't have to. I know that you're interested in electric vehicles, but you don't have all day to surf through various RSS feeds and websites and Twitters and blogs and things, but that's what I do for you. I condense it into a 20-minute podcast a day. We go live at 8 a.m. actually in the UK. That's 5 a.m. Eastern, which means you can start. We're pretty much wherever you are in the world, unless you're down under. You're starting a brand new day with all you need to know. Be like our Patreon supporters by clicking on a link in the show notes. Jaguar Land Rover start the news today. Highest ever quarterly profit since 2017. A milestone for the company. And they say that it's a perfect foundation to now build ongoing electric. Prototypes for the Range Rover Electric are undergoing road tests right now. Additionally, development is underway for the electric medium-sized SUV prototypes and a new Jaguar prototype as well, showcasing their innovation in electric mobility, they say. Jaguar Land Rover is transforming its manufacturing facilities for EV production, a new £60 million battery electric vehicle Underbody line installed at the Solihull plant in the West Midlands and the completion of a new body shop in Halewood and Merseyside for the electric EMA models is boosting their production infrastructure as well. Progress also being made on production lines for their electric drive units, their Wolverhampton plant in the West Midlands. Okay, Texas, uh, sorry, Tesla's Giga Berlin seems to have hit a new record of 6,000 Model Ys a week. Giga Berlin reportedly reaching this new production rate, according to a comment from an employee on LinkedIn. Now, this wasn't an official statement because we all know Tesla has one mouthpiece and that person is only allowed to speak and nobody else. But Tesla's quality engineer, Lars Lengacker, at, uh, works at Giga Berlin, has a LinkedIn account, and he posted a video of his Model Y. Now, in the background of that, uh, alongside his Quicksilver Model Y, were some commemorative shirts, which they have made when they hit production milestones. And one of them said 6K, and that seems to have been backed up because Tesla's director of quality, Bob Falks, uh, replied to that LinkedIn post and uh, these of the trophies if you like the 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 shirts that are, are milestones that you get for the accompli- accomplishment uh, congratulated that employee and uh, seemed to confirm the achievement of 6000 vehicles a week and the continued progress at Giga Berlin uh, is it's very impressive. It doesn't get talked about very much. Only Model Y being made there at the moment. And of course, there is a pause in production because of supply chain disruptions from now until January the 11th, I think it was. Now, why does it take a Czech startup called MW Motors to launch a really compelling off-roader? The Spartan 2. Uh, it's going to be available in the UK in right-hand drive as well. It's all electric. It's an off-roader. It's forty-nine nine nine five. That's fifty thousand pounds, about sixty-three thousand US dollars. Has a single electric motor, one hundred and seventy-four horsepower, and. Uh, it has all-wheel drive capabilities through a transfer case. The vehicle stands out with its off-road readiness, featuring manually locking diffs front and rear, hill descent control, a 38-degree approach and 35-degree angle uh, departure angle for going off-road. 57 kilowatt hour battery pack, not the biggest. Uh, it's under the bonnet actually, and uh, about 150 miles of range, 90 kilowatt fast charging. So 
It doesn't excel in any of those areas. It doesn't need to, though, because it'll have a load capacity of over 1,000 kilograms. It'll tow over 3,000 kilograms. It's more than a Cybertruck, by the way, um, with uh, uh, with all the goodness that it needs to go off-road. They say it's got bi-directional charging as well, so it can power uh, your, sort of your tools and your, you know, if you're in the middle of uh, nowhere, camping, off-roading. But I couldn't find more details on the specs of that bi-directionality. But it's basically, it looks like a Suzuki Jimny, a little dinky Jimny, and uh, and a big Mercedes G-Wagon uh, have got together. And it's this is the offspring, because it's that boxy shape, but it's bigger than a Jimny, smaller than a G-Wagon. Uh, but why does it take a Czech startup to do this? There's loads of car makers in the world that could have made this vehicle, and they wouldn't sell the most, I know, but they've got the capabilities to, they make off-road vehicles already to do this. But anyway, thank you startups for doing the work that the others could be doing and, uh, and making these really interesting kind of vehicles. Hey, for my listeners in Minnesota, they are now seeing the opening of their electric vehicle rebate program uh, next week on February the 7th. So date for your diary on Wednesday because buyers of new and used EVs can get a rebate of $2,500 and $600 for used EVs. You've got to report them or lease them after after May 25th last year. Have a Minnesota title and have to be less than $55,000 purchase price. But if you fit the criteria, it gets a nice little, little rebate there. Actually, a very big rebate of two and a half grand. Uh, first come, first serve basis, though, until the funds are uh, exhausted, so get your applications in. Uh, UK home battery storage got cheaper this week because the government eliminated eliminated VAT. Now, if you're not aware of how we pay for things and goods and services here, then the price you see is the price you pay. So if I go and buy something for £100 or there's a sticker price, I'm in a shop and there's a, you know, whatever, uh, then that's the price you pay at the till. Now, many goods have VAT. VAT is, is a different um, uh, amounts. VAT is typically 20%. It was 17.5% for many years, but it's typically 20%. It's less on some things. But as a rule of thumb, everything has a 20% value added tax for goods and services VAT. Now, if, if you are a business and you are VAT registered, you can sometimes do business with other businesses and you don't list the VAT. So you list uh, the price of the service and the 20% in a separate line item, because you can always claim that back uh, from uh, Revenue Customs. Now, I say that because uh, the the government have waived the VAT on home storage. It's effectively a 20% overnight discount for my UK listeners on home battery storage. It makes it way more affordable for UK residents. Now, you could get 20% off home batteries if you installed them with solar panels. But so many people were put, getting home batteries and having to put, you know, one or two panels on the roof when they didn't need any more panels. But if you had a panel put up by your installer, you could wipe the VAT off. Now, now you haven't got to go around that uh, uh, that dance and you can just get a battery at 20% less than it was uh, last week. So VAT exemption is a brilliant idea. Uh, they say that it uh, will benefit 1.2 million homes with existing rooftop solar that want to add a battery as well. It also affects things like heat pumps and those things that will convert excess solar power into uh, you know hot water, those diversionary uh, technologies. I have 
not only got PV, I've not only got the battery, but I've got solar thermal on my roof as well. And I've got to admit, for six months of the year, solar thermal is brilliant and it just works. There's no moving parts. Well, there are because there's a pump in there, but, but you know what I mean by it. It's just, I forget I have solar thermal and it just keeps the hot water in the tank, in the immersion, really warm and it's brilliant. And so all of these technologies are fantastic and uh, cutting the VAT is a great move. Now, Walmart is interesting because when, you know, Walmart is so big, and so you might think cumbersome compared to a, you know a digital retailer like Amazon, but they're going really big into their own EV charging network. Now they're using the ChargePoint hardware. I think they're using good hardware. I think I've had some good advice on this. And until now, I think it was always the Electrify America charging stations were in Walmart car parks. But from now on, Walmart are going to. Uh, speed up their rollout of their own charging network. They're calling them store of the future or stores of the future. And so I I gather that it's going to be a bit more like, so some of our big supermarkets, we have things like Tesco Extra. And inside Tesco Extras, Tesco's a big supermarket chain here. Uh, You know, you can can get your, your dry cleaning done. There'll be a little booth sometimes in Sainsbury's for the Argos collections and stuff like that. Um, and I gather that's the model that Walmart are talking about. You can go to the opticians, you can get your petrol if you, you need to. So they're expanding them, which I, I don't, you know, we don't have Walmart here. So we have that already. We have these huge shops that do so much. You can spend the whole day there. And, uh, and so their store of the future initiative includes EV chargers. 150 new stores are getting these EV chargers and the remodeling of existing stores as well this year. 800 Walmart locations will get EV charging eventually. That's 16% of all Walmart stores and the initiative contributes to making EV ownership far more practical given Walmart's extensive reach. 90% of Americans live within 10 miles of a Walmart and the availability of EV chargers at those locations will make certainly people's lives easier um, for uh, you know for EV travel, for long-distance travel, if you're passing through an area, but also if you live in the area, haven't got home charging, for instance, then this is something that would be of use. But, obviously, I've mentioned that you can spend a lot of time in these stores. If you are DC fast charging, you know, you know the rules. <laughs> Please don't block the charger. Um, you know, obviously, I'm only half joking. Tongue slightly in cheek, but not entirely. Uh, so uh, charging etiquette and all that. Right, take a quick break, come back with two more stories, and we'll thank all of our patrons, as we do on a Sunday. And uh, back in a sec. All right, thanks for sticking around. If you'd like the podcast, ad-free. Be a patron at uh, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash EVNewsDaily. Now, Maserati has opened UK orders for its first EV, the Grand Turismo Folgore. Oh, a great name for Maserati. A big step in their revival of the brand following the introduction of the MC20 supercar and the Gricale SUV. The brand is underlining their commitment, they say, to electrification with the Folgore, which means lightning, I think, in Italian. Uh, the Grand Turismo Folgore. That's how it has to be said, by the way. Uh, as is the first to bear the the name, the beginning of Maserati's move to EV and future EV variants of the Gricali and MC20 as well. Starts at £180,000, by the way. You heard that correctly. 179950 And it's positioned as obviously a premium option uh, to the uh, competition, even the petrol-based stuff they sell, which is which is cheaper. Uh, the Gran Turismo lineup starts at about £133,000. So 
fabulously expensive cars, but this does set a new benchmark as they move into electric mobility. So many of these supercar makers, I know that's not you know what you think of a supercar, but Maserati is, uh, isn't it? For a long time said, oh, it can't be done, and now so many of them have changed their tune. Now, US EV sales are surging, uh, but what about all those people that tell you that the grid is going to collapse when we all drive EVs? Uh, there's going to be blackouts and brownouts, and nobody will be able to boil a kettle and make a cup of tea because everyone's charging their electric vehicles well obviously we know you know that's not true i know that's not true uh, however it's nice to see this new data coming through today that shows last year in the u.s 1.2 million electric vehicles were sold 7.6 percent of all new passenger vehicle sales and despite that despite the surge in in the u.s finally waking up from your ev slumber and joining the rest of us in driving electric vehicles uh, data from the energy information administration shows that nationwide electricity usage in the US was down 1.1%. In fact, it was flat when you look at the graph over the last few years. Consumption has remained steady over the past two decades, actually, ranging from between 3,800 and 4 billion kilowatt hours annually, according to this Clean Technica article that I found today. So the population's gone up in the US by something like 30 million over the last few decades. Homes have gotten bigger. There's Bitcoin and data centers, which didn't exist 20, 30 years ago, uh, to the style, the, the size that they are, obviously, these days. And now on the roads, about 2.5 million combined electric vehicles being charged and energy consumption was down a bit, which is just incredible. Why? Well, everything's becoming more efficient. So all our home appliances, uh, so I don't know about your rules in, in America, but here we had a big drive a couple of decades ago to get rid of all our, our light bulbs and go LED light bulbs. And so you can't buy the old-fashioned light bulbs anymore uh, when you uh, when you go to replace your just your average house lights. Everything's LED now. And that, um, alongside better efficiency of appliances, you know, we've even got a, a heat pump tumble dryer, which is fantastic and it's so low energy and my air conditioning out here at the bottom of the garden in the studio is a heat pump air conditioner i am toasty warm i'm 23 degrees today and yet in the middle of summer i'm going to be nice and cool all of these efficiencies add up to meaning that when we all drive evs no the grid won't collapse and would all be absolutely fine thank you very much a nice little story to end the week i thought well thanks to our premium partners porsche of the village in cincinnati audi of cincinnati east volvo cars of cincinnati east thanks to national car charging on the u.s mainland and aloha charge in hawaii thanks to Derek riley and nevo.ie holding ireland's first ever electric vehicle show in partnership with the bank of ireland feb 17th in dublin want to go for free get your tickets at nevo.ie octopus electroverse global public charging made simple with one app and one map and least plan electric moments providing all the tools and guidance ev drivers need thanks to our partners richard at rsev.co.uk yuka cookenham from shift2electric.com with the number two rajiv narayan Battery reports for your EVs, get them at recurrentauto.com and Jan Tore Gyobi. And our exec producers, I'll give you a shout as I do each week because I'm so grateful. Adrian Bond, Alan Shedd, Alex Banahini, Anders Hove, Andrea Jefferson, Andrew Luoma and Andrew Wanek, Andy Nancaro and Lillian Cass, Asir Khalid, Biard Fuchstack, Bill Calhoun, Blaine McKinney, Blunderbuss Jones and Brendan McCarthy at Northfolk Ironworks. Brian O'Leary, Brian Thompson, longtime supporter. Uh, Bruce Bohannon, Chad Lane, Charles Hall, Christopher Bath, CJ Backus, Colin Hennessy and Cam ZV, Craig Rogers, David Dysart, David Finch, David Larder, David Moore, David Partington and David Prescott. DCEV and Ed Cortine, Eddie Regassa, Eric Hansen, Eru 
Cunha Nyombi, Frederick Rovic, Jack Gary, A. Hammond, and Gene Rubin. George Totorolo, Heinrich Leisner, Helmut Sulker, Ian Stillwaters, UK Benjamin, Ian Waddy Watkins, Ian Griffiths, Ian Sear, Jack Oakley, James Penfold, James Storch, Jim Morris, John Schroeder, John Vandervoort, John who is Biddy McBid, face of Ken TVs, and John Manjack, Juan Gonzalez, Kester Sandback, Kevin Merson, Lawrence D. Allen, Lee Brown, Luke Cully, Marcel Ward, Matthew Long, Nathan Gore Brown, Nathan King, Nathaniel Friedman, Neely Roberts from Sussex EVs, Ohan Aston, Paul Stevenson, Pete Glass, Pete Gordon, Peter and D. Roberts, Peter Reiner, Phil Mouchet, Philip Forrester, Philip Troutman, Raymond Rowledge, Realtor Choice Photography, Rob from the RS Thinks EV channel on YouTube, and Robert Grace, Ron Hunter, Roosevelt Watson, Saiki Payne, Stephen, Be- Stephen Penn, Steve John, The Plug Seekers EV YouTube channel, Thomas JTS, Timothy Phillips, Toma Shahaf, and Tyler Voss. Have a good and sit and Murray. And remember, there is no such thing as a self-charging hybrid.